Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Will is, is missing. I don't know where he is. 99 out of 100 times, kid goes missing. The kid is with a parent or a relative. What about the other time? What? You said 99 out of 100. What about the other time? The one. The one. Will! Will! Guys, I really think we should turn back. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> That's not Will. You're in trouble, aren't you? We've sealed off this area. This is where it came from? Yes. And the girl? She can't have gone far. Welcome to the next episode of Discussing Who. Hi, I'm one of your hosts for today. My name is Clarence Brown. I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Cal Jones. Cal, how are you doing? Hey, good afternoon or good evening. Why do I always do that? I always <laughs> say good afternoon, good evening, blah, 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 and not really thinking about when are people actually listening to this. So whatever time you're listening, hey, we're here. Yeah, sometime in the time stream. Sometime Some, in so, the time stream. Somewhere in there. And uh, to, and we don't have Lee today again, but Lee's out. What do you think Lee's doing this time? Do you think he may be lost in the upside down somewhere, searching for he, some lost friend or something? Maybe, you know, upside down, sideways, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the nether sphere. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's called many things. Yeah, exactly. Strange, stranger than that. Yeah, it's stranger even. (laughs) So I guess we kind of giving it away. Today we're going to talk about Stranger Things, the Netflix hit show. Uh, But first, we're going to see if we have any news. Uh, We haven't really don't have anything really outlined, but maybe Kyle or or do you have anything you like to talk about? Or well, the only thing I can really think about is in regards to having any news uh, upcoming in September, and of course, you know I'm. I hope people that are listening to us are all over, but if you're in Mississippi, and especially if you're in the metro area, coming up in September in Flowood, Mississippi, the library there is having their third annual Doctor Who Trivia Day, or just a Doctor Who Day in general, and I think you and I are both planning on attending, if that's correct. That's correct. You know, Cal, if it's a trivia, I'm, I, you know, if I had to put my money on one person <laughs> for winning a Who trivia, uh, I'd, I'd have to say you might be the man for that. Hey, I was going to go with Lee, but you know, <laughs> since you said that, um, one of the things that I'm really, 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 and emphasis on the word really looking forward to is one of the people who will be there has a quote unquote life size TARDIS. So what? that right there was enough for me to say. I will be there. So I, I guess I have to ask this question. Will, you be, will Halloween be coming a little bit early for you? Do I, should I expect uh, any certain attire to be mm, worn by we'll see. Uh, a certain Cal Jones? We'll see. <laughs> uh, I do see a scarf in my future, but I don't know what else other than, oh, and I might need, you know, in case they need something fixed, uh, you know, uh, maybe a hammer or a ooh, a screwdriver. That might. Yeah, yeah. The the tool that can fix anything in any situation. You know. <laughs> you wear the shades. I'll bring the screwdriver. <laughs> oh, I'll, yeah. I'll bring the shades and make me my guitar. You know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yes, we. I guess we will get into it. All right, let's go for it because, like you said, there's not that much news going on right now. So let's get right into. Uh, great things and some stranger things. 
Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Stranger Things, the Netflix show that's kind of kind of taking a life of its own really lately. Um, you know, when it came out, I saw the card pop up, you know, on Netflix try to present their their uh, first party content kind of in broad view in the app. And I thought it looked kind of interesting, but I really had heard uh, little to nothing about the show until I saw that uh, advertisement. What about yourself? Did you know anything about this show or you know it was coming or had any clue about it? Nope. I actually just, you know, I think I heard someone at work saying that they had seen it or mentioned it and I was running out of things to watch or I was tired with what I was watching and I was like, oh, okay, well, let me give it a try and st- started watching and was like, mm, okay. And then the <laughs> next thing I knew, I was five episodes in, so... Yeah, unfortunately, it's not that many of them. So the premise of this show is uh, in a small town called Hawkins, Indiana, a 12-year-old Will Byers vanishes mysteriously. Will's frantic mother, Joyce, played by Winona Ryder, uh, searches for him while police chief Jim Hopper launches his own investigation. Will's friend Dustin, Mike and Lucas discover a psychokinetic girl who claims to know Will's location. As they uncover the truth, a sinister government agency tries to cover it up why more insidious force lurks below the surface. Ah, courtesy so, of Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, courtesy of Wikipedia. <laughs> I didn't write that. <laughs> so, um, Kyle, just first off, what did you think of the show? Uh, what were your first impressions of the show after the first couple of episodes? Uh, first couple of episodes, or after the first episode, my first thought was they did a very good job of making you feel like you were in the 80s. Yes, certainly, certainly. Uh, the the bikes made it feel a lot like E.T. to me <laughs> for yeah. some reason. I noticed you mentioned that, you know, last episode and yeah. the one about Suicide Squad, you mentioned the bike thing. It reminded you of, you know, being a kid, not having all the technology. And for me, it was that um, down in the basement and there was that couch that I said, ah, oh, my aunt had that couch. <laughs> that one piece of furniture. One huh? piece of furniture. <laughs> So let me ask you, Cal, in your early childhood, did your parents give you liberty to drive all around town on your bike? Absolutely and, uh... not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I couldn't have. I was. Oh, my goodness. I was, you know, before I could have done anything like that, I was 14, 15, 16 years old. I wasn't yeah. eight or 10 years old or however old they were supposed to be. What about yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, oh, certainly not. I mean, I lived around my cousins, but we'd like stayed how i mean literally a stone's throw away from each other and we kind of stayed in the same area so <laughs> certainly no going down a road to the to the next mile or two down house you know that, that wasn't happening so i mean the story kind of takes off when this kid will uh mysteriously mysteriously vanishes uh while riding home from like i said it was it wasn't close from the way it looked on the uh on the show I mean, down this long, dark road into the wilderness to his house, which apparently was away from everything else. So this kid goes missing and pretty much the rest of the show, we're trying to find out what happened to this kid. All right. So here's here is my first confession about watching this pretty much in that first episode. I was watching but I was on the computer watching, you know, <laughs> so I was probably if I had to give it out of 100 percent. 30% on the computer, 60, you know, 70% actually watching it. Uh-huh. And by the end of it, and I'm not sure, correct me if I'm wrong here, but when did, did 11, when did she show up? Uh, I want to say it was episode two, but I'm not 100% I think, certain I that. think you're right too. But in episode two, when she did show up, number one, I thought she was a boy. No offense to the actress <laughs> yes. who is, you know, playing the character, but... I really thought she was a boy and for probably a good 80% of that second episode, I thought she was Will who had disappeared. <laughs> oh, wow. and, and then I realized, Oh wait, when they said, <laughs> actually, when they said, Oh, you're a girl, I was like, Oh, well, I guess that's not Will. Yeah. So uh, it's funny you should say that, that, that a video of that girl recently surfaced on the internet of showing, I guess her name is uh, Millie Bobby Brown. 
Uh, she yes. played Eleven. They uh-huh. called her L. And a video recently surfaced of her getting her hair cut off. And I mean, she had long, long, long hair. And I was like, wow, they must have paid her well. <laughs> right, exactly. But, I mean, you know, she did a great job. I mean, I'm not in any way saying, but I'm just saying from the look of it at the beginning, I really thought, oh, well, you know, I mean, I just assumed that was him and they had done something to him and shaved his head. I mean, I certainly couldn't tell it was a girl right at first. Uh, but man, that that actor, that girl is she made the show by all means. She she was fantastic. She really was. She did a very good yeah. job. And like, I mean, even from things like X-Men and, and other movies we've seen, like uh, displaying kinetic type powers is not an easy thing to do or, or it doesn't seem like it would be an easy thing to do. So it's it's basically a lot of looking and staring and emotion on your face to try to convey what you're actually doing, which, you know, you're throwing somebody across the room or something, but we're focusing on the expression on your face to show us what's going on. And for her to be the age that she was and having the intense look in her eyes and, you know, that everything she did, she did a, she helped made, make the show for me. Certainly. Uh, so, I mean, when, when Will goes missing, this girl surfaces who who is apparently run away from some secret. They the uh, police chief says it's a government funded type of uh, research facility to where they're apparently doing psychokinetic type experiments on kids. Kinda. Yeah. And, and, and therein lies my issue are my one issue with the entire series. And I understand it's, you know, the genre is listed as science fiction, supernatural, period, drama, horror, mystery, and it does have elements of every single one of those. However, having said that, I still do not know or have any idea of what exactly was going on. And maybe that was the intent. When you, it's going on as far as um, the the people with the with the, you know the old guy that she was calling her father and the the yeah. woman that she killed at the end, all of that. Well, what I got kind of got from that is we have this government facility that's tr- or seemingly government facility that's trying to create some type of weapons or something via psychokinesis or something to that extent. And and um, is again very secretive and and apparently very uh, militaristic in in letting anybody in and out and things like that. So um, that's kind of the gist I got of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like you. I mean, it was it, it 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 never really like like I said again. That's probably the full intent of what they did was you didn't know you know you didn't yeah. you didn't really have a or at least I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get a clearer sense of it either. And maybe some of that stuff will be fleshed out in the second season, which has been uh, already announced. So it the L, L has this ability, you know, they show her of the cor- over the course of the show displaying these psychokinetic abilities and they take it to the next extreme, the next extreme. And they eventually get this to this point where she has the ability to talk to another dimension or what is she? She calls it the upside down, this other world. Right. Uh, which is sort of like just a flip side of our own world. You have the same buildings and things, except it's just sort of like a dark take on it with this um, alien or beast or monster, <laughs> something <laughs> that kind of lurks through that world and apparently there only seemed like it was one in this show but i'm pretty sure there probably more i don't know (laughs) well if it's coming back for series two or season two and she killed the the creature at the end i would want to assume hey you know there's there's got to be more of them yeah, which that last scene when she actually kills the beast or kills the monster, man, that was so, it was just a powerful scene to me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was reading an article and I wish that I had, uh, you know, I had it here in front of me so I could reference it, but they were actually referring or co- drawing comparisons to Jean and the Dark Phoenix saga, how she had been manipulated and uh, coerced and finally turned against those who had been manipulating and coercing her after, 
you know, being pushed too, too far. And, and that's similar to what happened to Eleven. You see them slowly pushing her to a point to where she just, you know, attacks. Yes, and, and, and Eleven certainly was just totally awesome in the, in the show from beginning to end. And the end, the last scene was, was indicative of the whole journey because she just, I mean, that was that was a very emotional scene. Um, and like you say, it was it was very similar to what happened in X Men as well, uh, X Men Three. So, uh, L aside, we know she's great. What do you think of the cast of characters, the the, the three boys, uh, the three remaining boys uh, that kind of went on this journey through the town, uh, quarry, <laughs> went everywhere around with this girl. Uh, apparently their parents weren't looking at them very hard either. Right. And that, you know, therein lies uh, the main issue that I had with this, other than, you know, not really understanding the, uh, you know, exactly what was going on was, you know, it was like they had everything together. I mean, it was like, you know, they, they, they had their walkie talkies. They knew what oh, they yeah. were going to do. They were meeting here. They were meeting there. And it was like, okay, are you the child detectives or, <laughs> you know, what uh, are you? Yeah. But that, that was, to me, that's what felt so awesome about it. Um, Cause it kind of made me wish I was that cool as a kid, you know, it, it's sort of like a lot of people are comparing the show to Goonies. Okay. Um, and you know, it's another old school show. Uh, some of you kids may remember that. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. These kids, they were super smart, coordinated, and it, it's sort of, they were sort of like the staples of all those cultural things of that era, you know, and not really the, the, the jockey type things, but like the super nerdy things from that area, era, like D and D and things like that. So the walkie talkies at each other's houses, you know, they were, they, they had their stuff together for real. And and maybe the key uh, to remembering this is, you know, we live in a technology to where the kids growing up, imagine that if it were set in 2016 as opposed to, you know, 1983, you wouldn't have had the walkie-talkies. They would have gotten yeah. their uh, cell phones out and text each other or FaceTimed or whatever. You know, they, you know, the, the entire... Actually, what's interesting there is the entire story within itself would have been completely changed on so many levels simply because of the technology of the technology. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a really good point. I mean, the kind of instant communication of things. Uh, the world's a lot smaller than it used to be. You know, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of? Winona Ryder playing the mother. Uh, well, let me actually, are you a big Winona Ryder fan? I think, I, she, I think she's a good actress, but it's not like, oh, I really like her. or Oh, I really don't like her. I think she's a very good actress and she's been, you know, she's had longevity in her career. So I give, give her that. I've just never had a role where she was like, oh, I just thought that was fantastic. I'm trying to think of something else, else that she's been in. I'm not a huge fan of hers. <laughs> so she's been in a bunch of stuff. So I'm tell me why you're not a huge fan. Curious. Uh, well, I didn't actually like her portrayal in this show okay. that much. Tell me and, why. And reason reason being, she, okay, first of all, first off, she played a crazy woman. She was trying to play a, a kind of crazy woman. And to me, she played it. I just didn't believe it. Okay. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Um, she tried really hard, uh, but to me, it just didn't come off it come across as genuine in, in a way. But then again, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen her enough stuff to know what type of actor she is. But that shouldn't really matter, you know. Uh, she should be a little bit more relatable. But I, I really. All right, look at it from this perspective. You've got when when you were talking, I was thinking about the show and trying to remember some of the scenes. Look at it from this perspective, and and this is not a taking up for her as an actress or 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 agreeing with you one way or the other, but just just offering another viewpoint, which is look at the look at the family where um, the other boy res resides. You know, he's got the perfect family. It's the three children. 
the, you know, the little girl, the perfect daughter, the son, <laughs> the mother, the um, father. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, they, they, they almost had like the perfect yeah. family, Nuclear family. Yeah. perfect hair, perfect meals. Everybody sits down. For, and then you've got the contrast of this other family, the broken home, the, um, the mother who's acting crazy, the outcast older child, you know, so, so that I think maybe they played it up a little bit too much, but I think the <laughs> idea was having the two different contrast there yeah it was definitely the nuclear family versus the the broken or the estranged type family that that you see a lot of today so yeah that that was a a good contrast but i don't know i don't know i just i just couldn't buy her character to me her her son and i forget the actor's name but he played a better crazy to me he was very believable even though he really wasn't crazy he just kind of people thought of him that way right uh but to me he was a better character because i I don't know. I think I kind of would would have liked her character better if people just thought she was crazy, but she wasn't really kind of kooky. But she acted kooky through through this whole series, so <laughs> I don't know. But you know, what if you know you were a parent and your child was gone or, or missing, and and you feel like he's reaching out to you through lights in the wall? I mean, yeah. How else can you play that? Yeah, I I I, I definitely agree with you on that one. <laughs> You know, and and you mentioned when you were mentioning earlier the upside down, I did not realize or, or it took me until the point of them being in the house when when the mother and the police chief were, were actually in this other reality and the boys were in the house and they're kind of walking in the same place. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you weren't just communicating through those lights. You were actually there in that room, but it was just the other version or the other place. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I, I guess it really didn't really gel for me to that point, but I kind of got the gist of it kind of a little bit before that. I, did, I didn't think it was a literal uh, flip side of what we see here. I thought it was just another world or another uh, dimension or something. So what do you think? Because they never explained that. What do you think it was? Uh, well, I don't. I mean, I, I really think in that in in the context of the show, it was really just another dimension that, um, that normal. I think they kind of said normally you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to go between them both. They're just totally separate. But L is the key factor that allowed the monster to come across and allowed her to go across. I guess she tore the fabric of, I don't know, something. Over that reality. Okay, so yeah, question yeah. is, in your opinion, do you think she is actually the daughter of this person that's over this thing? Or do you think she... Oh, no. Okay, I didn't think so either, but I was just curious. Uh, actually, they went, uh, my Nona Ryder's character went, and the sheriff went to the woman's house who said she lost her daughter. Right. And I think that's who they were trying to say was her real mother. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Because so, it was a case of a missing child uh, 10 years ago or whatever. And then and, and they kind of kind of made it seem like that was her real mom. Now, did, didn't, uh, no, no, his daughter, I was about to say, wasn't the Chief Harper's um, daughter missing, but she died of cancer. So, yes, 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 uh, certainly. At first, I thought that's where they were going as well. But, yeah, they kind of explained that she just died of cancer, right. which was really sad as well. So what did you think of the subplot between the older brother, the older sister and her boyfriend and friends and all that? Oh, boy. I thought it, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, the the kind of 80s jock boyfriend who kind of gets knocked down a peg. I thought that was really great. I thought the whole dynamic was great between their group, their two a-hole friends. Right. <laughs> and, and and the the guy, I guess, eventually by the end of the show turns a new leaf and kind of turns to the good side. But I like that whole dynamic. But I will say one thing I did hate about that was uh, there seems to be a thing in a lot of these movies and shows where – you have the timid person that doesn't look like they'll thump a fly off of a, a chair. <laughs> All of a sudden, by the end of the show, they're like this biggest bad, bad A type person who wants to go out and fight something. And that, I mean, I can see as character development that being a, a thing for the story. But by the same token, 
this girl walked through a tree with slime hanging down through a trunk right. to, to to the other dimension and 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 come on that's a big stretch yeah that's uh, yeah i i you know there there's there's a lot in this entire story that you have to just suspend belief yeah. to some degree yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, I know that's easier said than done. I mean, my goodness, we both watch a uh, TV show about a man who gets in a box and goes <laughs> off. And, I mean, so, you know, I understand the concept of suspending belief. I mean, yeah. but, you know, I think there was a little bit of suspension that had to go on there. Oh, so let me ask you, what did you think about the bullies and the, uh, and the, the little boys and their bullies? I thought that was... Typical, you know, another 80s reference, another 80s <laughs> yeah. thing that they put there. I, again, have to say, you knew as much as they were being a bully, you didn't know how, but you knew that that, that they were going to get it yeah. you know, at some point. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. I actually, I love that. I love those uh, those scenes when they were together. That was, that was pretty awesome. Now, let me ask you this. What did you think of the, the dynamics amongst the three boys? You know what? Other than like you, we mentioned before, them being a bunch of super sleuth detectives or whatever, <laughs> had they still really, really together? <laughs> I thought they were a good mix of 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 kind of all the different personalities of of other than the jock that you would have for for that type of group. You know? Yeah. You you know each of that. Now that's one thing I do have to compliment the 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 writers on. They each had their own distinct personality. You know, of course, we didn't see Will because he was gone for the first, you know, for the majority of all the, you know, episodes. But other than him, all three boys had their own distinct um, personality. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was great. I love that. So so you mentioned suspending uh, disbelief. (laughs) I don't want to keep harping on it. Okay. But what about them keeping L in the guy in the boy's basement for like weeks? And yeah, <laughs> and nobody noticing it. Yeah, that you know, I thought that too. And you know, putting on the horrible wig and the horrible dress, and the, you know, it was like, how? Are, you know, I mean, let me just be blunt. The girl had to go to the bathroom. Uh, she, you know, she had to have made noise during the yeah. day. And yeah. and you're telling me that the parents never go down to the basement during the day. Yep, I agree. You know, I mean, that was one of those things where you just have to go like, hmm, okay. You know, I could understand if there was a shed out back that they had found for her and that's where they played. I could get that, you know, because, hey, it's in the midst of the summer and we only keep winter things in there, whatever. But <laughs> but, but downstairs, eh, yeah, a little bit of disbelief. So then Kyrie- it get- Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, uh, we said there was no technology in this, in this show but or lack of technology, but there was this long range radio, I guess, from what do you call those things? Hand radios. Yep. There was that. Yeah, that was, that was kind of technology for the 80, early 80s, I guess. So. <laughs> oh, and, and there was something that they had that I was looking at. I wasn't really sure what it was. It had like this thing that you put in your hand and it had this long winding like plastic kind of I don't know if it was a cord or what it was and it like hooked into this other box looking thing on the wall and you hung it up and I was like okay what is that thing oh what was that called yeah yeah do we what what is the thing they're holding uh, like a a telephone a wall telephone oh that was so good that was so good man (laughs) which which was interesting that they used that as part of you know that was one of the ways he was communicating and it burned the electricity burned through the phone that was that was cool yeah yeah and i i you know i'll go back to what you said before i do agree with you because if if somebody was turning on and off lights and we had this image pulsing through a wall, I can I can see why she went kind of nuts. You know, and 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 a part of it I think was a little bit you weren't going to be believed anyway. Yeah, because true. Your child is missing, and uh, you know they always suspect because and rightfully so. You know that's 
investigating 101, look look at the family first, eliminate them as suspects, then keep going further. And I get that. But you're automatically going to be suspect. And now, not only are you suspect, but everything that you're starting to say yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. like, okay, my child yeah. went away and I've lost it a few, you know, bolts out of my head or something. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. So, uh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. So I was just going to take us back to the end game. So we talked about how ill destroyed the, the monster that tried to come through the portal. We, uh, we talked about that. So, um, the ending, the ending, ending, um, the sheriff kind of takes this food somewhere out in the woods and puts it in a box. I'm not sure what that means. Just seemed weird to me. Uh, but Will, Will's back with his family. They're having fun eating dinner. And, you know, he gets kind of choked up and has to go to the bathroom. And he coughs up a piece of monster. Right. Right. Yep. So, you know, we... Uh... You know, and, and, and another thing I'll add to that is not only, you know, at the end, they started at the beginning with a game of Dungeons and Dragons. They ended, it was like a bookend. They ended yeah. with them playing Dungeons and Dragons, which just out of curiosity, have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> Probably once or twice. Probably not. none. I've never done you, that. Really? No. no. I, I thought you certainly would have been the first. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll be brutally honest with you. I, even as a uh, teenager, as a kid, I do not, would not have the patience for that. Wow. I mean, well, I lost patience after the age of Pac-Man ended. Well, I, I probably would have played, but my reason is the same reason I didn't watch Batman as a little kid. <laughs> my parents would not let me play Dungeons and Dragons. Got you. Understood. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. You 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 know, you said that he coughed up the thing and I think yeah, I think that was uh you know, a little bit of what I think was going on. There was uh you know, that was kind of letting you uh letting you kind of hint that okay, this is not over yet. Yes, certainly. So, now, when uh when when you said he left the le- leftovers out in the woods in a box, did you notice what he left? Uh, egos and some a piece of pie or something. All right. Do, so, so do you know why that's significant? I know why the egos is significant because um, she really liked the egos. You know, that's what she went when she went. That's what she got when she went in the store and kind of right. beat up everybody. Well, not beat up, but like kind of threw around everybody. Uh, I, I I have no reason for the other stuff. Do you have a clue? Or? I, now, this is just an assumption. No clues. No, no. Oh, I read the spoiler or anything. The only assumption that I have is that she didn't really die. That was. Yeah, you know, I, I I would think that, too. And I, I would hope that uh, maybe she's just somewhere lost in the, in the un, upside down. Right. Uh, yeah, but. They've already, like again, we mentioned before. They've they've already said there will be a season two, and I I guess I'm on board because I got to see how this thing ends. You know, I was thinking if her powers are psychic, you know that you could say, well, her body dies, but she lives on in the underworld or the under, uh, you know, down whatever the upside down, down below, whatever, <laughs> you know, as a psychic creature or psychic being. Yeah, that could certainly be it. You know, that would that would be interesting, especially if they want to bring back, you know, have the four boys again, and she would be communicating through the, you know, the other dimension to them, but she's not actually in their world. Yeah, or maybe she has to come back for some reason because the, the will's turning to a monster. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> It should be interesting, whatever they decide, because uh, it, it, they it, it didn't really put a, like you said, they put a book in with the with the Dungeons and Dragons, but still they left a little crack in the door for for something new next season. All right, so let me ask you a question. You know, we know that this was on Netflix, and I was reading some of the receptions of it. Rotten Tomatoes actually gave it an overall approval rating at at, at least when this article was written of ninety four percent based on 54 reviews with a weighted average score of 8.2 out of 10, which, I mean, considering how some movies, which, you know, will not be named, 
Dawn of Justice <laughs> did not do very well. You know, it did very well. And uh, let me ask you this. Do you think a show like this with only eight episodes would have survived or even made it to air on CBS, NBC, or ABC, even Fox for that matter? Yeah, kind of. I think it would have been a very different show. I mean, even though you have a lot of young kids in the show, there's a lot of swearing and things like that. So, I mean, Netflix kind of has this thing where they can do the type of shows that fit a certain audience as long as they keep their audience numbers up. That's all they really, really care about. I know they had another show that was kind of was a horror show called um, I can't even remember the name of it. But it had vampires in it and wolves. Um, geez, uh, Hemlock Grove. Yeah, Hemlock Grove, which I did not like at all. I kind of watched the first season, but I thought it just got too weird. So I stopped watching. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it, in this show, I guess it's kind of horror, but still, it's it's kind of a uh, set pe- set piece, set period type show. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, psychokinetic, whatever. But they they just want to make their audience happy, and as long as they're doing that, they don't really have to make a show to cater to uh, the mass mass market out here who uh, are trying to get. Are trying to make something that's going to review well or whatever. I mean, if it's, they make a show it reviews good, fine. If it doesn't, if they still got a bunch of people who love that one show, they're still doing their job. So I think they have the least pressure of anyone out here uh, that's making content. All right. So let me ask you a question. Would you rather, and, and I think you just answered that, but for the sake of boxing this this topic up into a question, so to speak, would you rather watch 13 episodes uh, without commercial of a series or 22 episodes with commercials of a series throughout the year? Oh, yeah. I think um, um, 20, 22 episodes is way too much. Um if if you can guarantee me ten good, I mean, I think Game Game of Thrones has proven this. Uh, there's so much good stuff out there today in these days that you want to watch it all. And I can't honestly, like even with Agents of Shield, I still haven't watched the this past season because it's twenty two, twenty four freaking episodes. I I could watch five other really really good shows and get through them and have a bunch of fun and still. <laughs> still just approach the same limit of, of what is out there with them, you know? So, uh, especially when you get behind of a season, a season or two, you get behind of a t- season to a show that's 22, 24 episodes, man, you're really, really behind. So I like these small, uh, shows that can be ingested in a weekend or a couple of weeks, you know, and you don't really feel like there's a burden by trying to watch a show. All right, so so how long do you think? Because you because what I was trying to do was frame the difference in many ways between British television and American television. Uh, for example, in Britain, we know that they have a tax that's part of you know they yeah. pay to they pay a television tax. So therefore, yeah. when you watch something, you you don't have even limited commercial interruptions, you'd have no commercials because, you know, there's no need for commercials. Whereas in American television, you have to have commercials because that helps to pay for having the show on air. Hence, one of the reasons why you have 22 versus, you know, 12, 10, 8, which is fun. Which is funny because I, I don't watch anything on regular TV. I either watch it after the fact, fact on Netflix, or um, or the only time I watch commercials is when I'm watching a, a basketball game or something. So that I mean that's a good point because you know I don't think I would want to sit through a show just no matter how good it is if I have to watch commercials. I'd rather watch something on HBO or something like that. You know, a, a short commercialist season to me is better than a long extended with commercials. All right. And to prove what you just said as a fact, like tonight, tonight we're recording on a Monday. It is 7.47 p.m. Central Standard. I, about 8.30 tonight, I will start watching 
Monday Night Raw uh, wrestling, you know, <laughs> WWE wrestling, which starts at 7 p.m. I don't start watching usually until about <laughs> 8.30 for the simple reason of what you just said. A, it gets rid of commercials, and B, you can fast forward through what you don't want to see. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> so that's just, you know, that's just how we watch TV now. Even if you're watching something live, for the most part, unless it's you want to make sure you don't miss it, which now is few and far between, yes, you're certainly. going to be sitting there, maybe delaying it even if by 15 or 30 minutes, so you don't have to watch commercials. Certainly, certainly. And let me just counter your point by saying this one thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to wait two years to see new Doctor Who episodes. True. If you're going to only have 10 episodes, be consistent. That's all I got to say. True. Uh, uh, agreed. And you know, whoever's decision that was to allow Moffat to wait another year, you know, oh, to take a man. year off, you know, may you be exterminated. Who, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> may, may someone say something nice. I don't know. Um, so how would you, you know, if I were to say, you know, wrap, wrap your head around uh, Stranger Things, what, what was your overall take of it? Uh, overall, uh, as far as my opinion of it, I I really enjoyed it. I would suggest anybody, you know, um, go and try to. I'm trying to I'm trying to frame it in a sense because I I do realize it's not for everybody because <laughs> uh, it is weird in a way. Uh, but if you like sci-fi horror, uh, I think it's a good. It's one of the best things out there right now in recent times that I can think of. And again, the the period piece part of it makes it even more uh, uh, appealing. Uh, what about yourself? What would you? How would you sum it up? You know, the, the the fact that I didn't get bored in it after one or two episodes, the fact that I, within two to three weeks, had watched every episode. For me, I have a very. Uh, unless I'm like super focused on something, I have a very short attention span. So the fact that you kept my attention is a good thing. Uh, was it the best I've seen? Nah. No, but it was good for what it was. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sir. It yeah. was it was good for the type of period piece. Um, you know, it wasn't my favorite thing I've ever seen, but for what it was, I think. For the most part, it was well acted. There were, of course, many things that are unbelievable. But perhaps <laughs> if you go back and you look at television from the 80s, some of those things from the early <laughs> 80s that are TV wise, you're like, OK, you're 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 still, <laughs> you know, just, just look at some of the sitcoms that were out and even some of the dramas. It's like, OK, you know, maybe a little bit of suspending disbelief a little bit more so i mean i think they did a good jo good job in that aspect yeah I, I agree i agree and i think it has appealed to a lot of different type of people for instance i was reading um some comments on the cultdom collectives their facebook wall yesterday and i saw where uh, both Ian and Dave had both watched it and were enjoying it. So, I mean, you know, it's it's got a, um element about it that there are people, obviously, from all over the world that are, you know, watching it. So, I mean, it's obviously appealing to people. Yeah, and it certainly it tickles that nostalgia bone in a, in a lot of us, you know, by being that period type of piece. Um yeah. So I, I again, like, like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm reticent to, to just suggest it to anybody because it, it is so different. But, you know, give it a try. Just watch the first episode. You might you might get caught on to it and it might have to go through to the end. All right. So one last question before we start getting into the final wrap down. If you could name your favorite moment out of the entire episode, what would it have been? Uh, my favorite by far is the bullies <laughs> uh, when they were out at the quarry in um, the late quarry, whatever it is. And the the, um, you know, they get into the altercation and it kind of just it suspends the the meanness of the bullies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over. Yeah. So, if you want to know what we're talking about, because that's actually mine. That was that was actually funny to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so uh, 
you know, make sure it was about halfway through. Yeah, so, about halfway through. Um, you know, make sure you check it out and see what you think. What about you? If you had one scene to to uh, to pick, what would it be, real quick? Uh, I think that you know, honestly, you like that one as well. I, I really, really liked that. I mean, it was funny because it was yeah. that you were waiting to see it happen, you were waiting to see it come. I also liked the, the end where she, um, you know, defeated the creature, which. I noticed every time I saw the creature, it reminded me there is an anti-smoking commercial here in the States <laughs> that they show of this little creature. And and it reminded me of a grown-up version of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You know, it, was, it looked weird, but it was a, it did look like a grown-up version of that. So, um, so that's it. So what would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? How would you rate it? I get eight cups of coffee pretty easily. Okay. I, I, I would say, you know what? Because it kept my attention, I'm going to say uh, 7.95. I won't quite give it an eight, <laughs> but I'll give it close enough to an eight. <laughs> good enough. Good enough, Cal. All right. So I think we are about to wrap up. Of course, you know, we missed having Lee here. So before we go, I want to, you know, do a little uh, housekeeping that we always like to remind everyone uh, we do have our Facebook page, which is Discussing Who on Facebook, which is facebook.com backslash Discussing Who. You can send us a message there. Um, also, subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you like the show, please uh, submit, us, you know, submit feedback for us. We'd love to hear from you, especially you know, on iTunes. That would help everyone discover us a little bit more and you know anything you know if you're enjoying the show you know please subscribe and like i said you know you know leave us a review if you would like um send us an email if you want um you can do that at discussing who at gmail.com you can also send us an audio feedback which you can do that either by uh recording it on your phone and emailing it to us we've also got a voicemail box and Clarence, if you know it right offhand, that would be... Uh, 805-850-D-WHO. I knew the last four digits were <laughs> D-WHO, D-W-H-O, but I could not remember the rest. I haven't quite learned it yet. So, <laughs> um, and also, if there's anything that you guys listening or anyone listening would like for us to cover, I mean, literally, this is, you never know who or what we will be discussing next. So we're open to ideas and we did do on Twitter earlier today, we did a um, questionnaire. Uh, we only got two responses, but hey, two is better than none. And both of those responses were in the positive saying 100% that they did enjoy uh, watching uh, Stranger Things. Oh, I thought the question was going to be, what's the number one movie for three weeks in a row And what in would America? Suicide Squad. Oh, really? <laughs> Barely, but yeah. Well, well, I have to admit, I haven't watched it yet, and and at this point, I probably will have to wait for it to come out on DVD. My time in the last couple of weeks has been a little, you know, sparse. But um, you know, having said that, I definitely do want to see it whenever it comes out on DVD. I guess the, probably the next movie I will see in theaters will be, uh, uh, ironically enough, quite well named for what we're talking about considering this is stranger things uh dr strange will probably be my next dr. strange uh, do you know when movie. that comes out i don't at the top of my head but if you'd like to keep talking i will look that up for us yes yeah, so i'm trying to think of what come what we had what big movies that are slated to come out of course rogue one this december but i'm trying to think is there anything else we're going to get in the meantime oh wow rogue one was this year i didn't know that Yes, this year and then next year, the the, the proper uh, the Star Wars eight, and then we'll have another. I think the next the next December we'll have another uh, uh, side story type thing from gotcha. uh, from Star Wars. All right. Well, before before I give the release date, you know, I think it would be worth mentioning uh, the passing of the gentleman who played R two D two. 
Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah. was, you know, sad to hear. Which, you know, Dave uh, Cooper from Podshock and Cultum Collective, he has mentioned, you know, several times, which one of the things that they do on both, both of those shows is to mention those who and Doctor Who have passed. And when a show has been around as long as it has, of course, you're going to have people who, you know, but just by the natural lifespan, you yeah. know, have passed away. And with Star Wars starting in 77, you know, that's, yeah. you're going to have that, too, with so many years having passed. So, you know, tip, uh, tipping our hats uh, to that gentleman. But in regards to Doctor Strange, for the U.S., the release date will be November the 4th. 2016. Okay, so that that sounds good. Looking forward to watching that one. Absolutely. Oh, well, let me give it. Let me give a quick, uh, maybe spoiler. I don't know. Uh, they said that there's a photo that popped up with Doctor Strange in the Ragnarok Thor movie. Mm, the next... I, I haven't seen that, but I wouldn't. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, so we can look forward to that as well. Very much so. Now you also are working on something else that you've reconstituted or rebooted or rebirthed or relaunched so tell remind everyone what that is and uh yeah real quick that's just a tech edition podcast uh season two you can find that at techpedition.com all right good deal so if anyone were listening and they were like what is techpedition and would want to know what that is just briefly you know what is that uh the and real quickly it's like this show, but for mostly tech and video games. So. Ah, cool, cool. <laughs> so um, that would definitely be. I would, I, w- I would talk with you about tech, but seriously, when I say I lost my patience after Pac-Man, seriously, <laughs> uh, as soon as Nintendo came out, it was like, okay, I don't have, uh, nah, I don't have time for this. Ah. Uh. <laughs> All right. So this is episode fifteen, everyone, and. Thank you again for listening and for joining us to, as we talked about Stranger Things. And coming up on our very next episode, we will be talking about Doctor Who. You know, we have not had but one episode for discussing Who. And since Doctor Who is literally in our name almost, uh, our <laughs> next episode will be focused on Doctor Who. So keep your ears, eyes, whatever you want peeled or out Notice, but better yet, subscribe, and then you'll be automatically getting the next episode. So, uh, Clarence, do you have anything else? Nothing, man. Until next time. All right, until next time, as we seem to say, we are out of here. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.